Okay, gather around for another episode of Boss FM. This is Boss. So, today I'm going to tell you a couple of stories and hopefully we will get to a point somewhere. But uh, before we start, subscribe to this podcast on whatever you're listening to. Okay, whatever platform you're using to listen to it from. I'm trying to do good English because uh, some of you don't understand Swahili. Now, that way it will make it easier so that you don't have to ask me for the link. There's a friend of mine who keeps always keeps asking for the link. So just subscribe if it's Google Podcast. I think all Android phones come with it. Apple Podcast, all iPhones come with it. So just subscribe. Yeah, so it will give you like a notification. Bing. And I do twice a week. And I don't do that long. So subscribe. Do the thing. Two, the stories portrayed above are true and non-fictional. Like I did some street journalism. Plus the things that I observe as living my beautiful life. So now let's get it. So where I live, there's a pretty good number of Ventura spots. I live in an area where, I, in fact, up over a few meters, there's like a kitchen geo, a full-on kitchen geo where animals come and they don't leave. So you can bet the Ventura is good. But as usual, Ventura is always, Ventura is street food. You can never be too sure. Some of you, I know you have very bad Ventura stories. Me, I don't. But some of you, I know you have really bad Ventura stories. Ventura is usually, if you find that guy who doesn't poison you, you don't move, you eat it there. Because the day you move, me I move, because like I said, I somehow, me I'm easy. But some of you, if you move, or if you like, even try to rattle a wild, wild, oh, I was driving the entire night. So, my Mtura guy, this guy, I observed him for a couple of days, couple of times. He does this thing where, after every like five servings, he cutters up a piece of that mtura. Because people don't go there to eat like mtura, 10 bob or mbao. People go there and spend like 100 bobs, 200 bobs. And if you eat mtura, you, you understand that that's a lot of mtura. That's a lot of mtura. Obviously, this is how kwatatu, maybe this is how kakitu, you know. So, the, this mtura guy does this thing where he eats a piece of the mtura while it's cooking like unonavi ile kuanza food so at first i used to think ah kwa ni mse nini glaton nini anangisa nja kwa kubiz but then pole pole i understood this tactic it's a tactic because it builds trust you know the way if i if i offer you a drink and i drink it first then you know it's not poisoned so if if i'm offering you mtura which is street food and i'm cutting a piece of it na mi mwenye naikula right in front of you that should build some trust at the back of your head. Like, ah, this nigga can't be cooking me funky shit if he, he himself is eating a piece. Sort of builds that trust while also being indirect and discreet about it. It's not like, hey, Mturango Nifiti. No, it's like, oh, hey, look, I ain't serving you something that I'm not eating. But in the end, the message is, hey, Mturango Nifiti. Before you people also sexualize getting haircuts and being massaged in the head by the other gender, before you sexualized it, and made it trend on Twitter. There were some pretty decent spots. There's a spot on Kidaruma Road called Fresh Cards. Pretty decent. There's another one, Palevo Karibuna Yaya. But it's also a pretty decent spot. Now, there's my local barber now, the one that I just, you know, walk to. And I'm not ashamed to say this because the guy does a pretty decent job at a very decent spot. It's a d- decent spot. He does a decent job. I trust him. He also does the whole package. He has a she who does the actual full package. <sighs> that just sounds wrong because it, this thing has been sexualized. 
But my point is, before it was sexualized, before it was even made a thing, it was like an exclusive service that was offered as an after a cut, you know. And this is this is for by the people who get cut often after like two weeks, a week. That's when you can actually enjoy this. If you if you grow logs and mohawks and whatever, have at it, bro, have at it. I don't judge. But uh, point my point here is, Ilianza pole pole kama a way to 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 sort of sort of you know go the extra mile after giving you that kaka haircut they wash your head nini give you some small massage maybe probably some go far you've seen those videos i know you've seen those videos some some go far but point two it's it's like a customer retention tactic like we started again like the thing my mtura guy did pay attention now i drive a 2002 mark 4 polo I might have mentioned this on some earlier and some earlier episode and i usually feel at ruby's magadi road magadi road that place when i get there they when the fueling no matter the amount i have because some days are good some days are bad no matter the amount i'm fueling they usually wash my windows check my engine nini without me asking mtu tu atapop bonnet oh hata nimeza so pop bonnet they there nini and then they never they never ask me at umetuma ama they confirm ama inakuja jina gani you know all that nonsense because by the way, I'm one of those people who is purely cashless but uh, let's stick to one story so these people have been doing this for so long that kyokichangu uh there's no other place I'd rather feel honestly i drive miles tarara ndoke ndoke job i whatever form whatever wherever i drive from but when i'm leaving the house if i'm driving that day because driving is also tiring at some time sometimes makaraus jini traffic anyway stories i feel at magadi road and they, they always offer the same good service every time every time and it has made me loyal to the point where i either feel when i'm leaving or i feel when i'm driving back home because it is exactly on my way to where i stay so it's convenient it's convenient but what where i stay like i said it's like a busy place it's a busy place there's, there's a club literally like a few walks away i could this is a busy spot just let's leave it at that so there's a bunch of petrol stations as well and i choose that one specific one and i stay loyal to it because of that one thing i and also they also they also have a pretty decent couch but uh point upon the fact that every time i pull up there they give me extra service they check my my engine oil they wash my windscreen and the back one as well so customer retention there's a club along long, La, langata road that's how Google Maps usually says it. Langata Road. Hapo karibu na junction ya Kanivo. Nyata ni junction kweli. Kanivo amone ndoko chini JDM. You know, you know the spot. It's called 1824. There used to be Rafiki's hapo nyuma but uh, well, let's just say pit stop is still surviving. 1824 is has been in in operation for I think 8 years now. Yeah, they're doing 8 years this year. Now, these people back in 20 cuz personally I used to go there back in 2016, 17. That's when to me it was really late to be there. And this is where I think they also like caught the majority of loyalists. People who you would go there and I kid you not, either na jo kila mse, ama kama uji kila mse then I don't know what's wrong with you. You should be at home. But Eduno Jokilam say Uno Jo like three quarters of the club and it used to make just the whole experience of being there just amazing. But I also sort of tried to pay attention to why this was happening. And here are some of the key things that made me personally always want to go back there. 
Number one, hygiene. Number two, repairs. Number three, ambient. Let's start with hygiene. You know the way when you walk into a club, at some point you'll go to the loo. If you're going to the club to do the thing, at some point you go to the loo because that's how booze works. Goes in, goes out. If you're lucky. Some of you, it goes out through the mouth and you start puking all over the place, but that happens to you and the best of us. So at some point you'll go to the loo and you pray to God, especially if you're a shori, but if you're, even if you're a guy, you pray to God, you find the loo is clean, you know? Clean and not not broken or, or like, cause ay, 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 it becomes a whole mess. And I've been to clubs. I've been to clubs repeatedly, like Leo, Kesho, the same club, you know? And you would go there, Leo, and you go there even next week, you find you can even take like a, go go do because you know that 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 place is spoiled and no one goes there 1824 never had that in my in my days there that the days that i used to go there regularly it used to leo kitina vunjika probably some guy used it to do something kesho it's other may repair you i'm a new one and you come during the day and find them doing these repairs they have people doing active repairs the loose are being actively repaired if there was any paint work that that got fucked up the previous night it was being actively repaired by the time they open up again for people to party it's like they're back to 100 100 percent when they are supposed to be they're back at that and they would do it like like they had a genie, maze. They just rub that bottle and say, clean this shit up. And it, they would do it actively. And for me, that did it, maze. Imagine going somewhere and uh, obviously things go wrong in places like clubs. People get drunk. They, they, they start doing all sorts of nonsense. Th- things happen. And then the, um, the, the ambience is just, I've, I've told you about repairs and, and the hygiene. The ambience is always constantly improving. project Right now it's like a full-on forest. You go there and it's just, it's just nice, you know. It's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. And again, this is not at the the thing they sell. They sell alcohol like every other club. But these are the small small things that they do, which you could call extras. But they go a mile. They go tons of miles actually. They go a long way in the way customer retention a new mother colleague of mine those are two words used to describe one person was telling me a story today about uh, how one time when, when an hour after the birth she went to the mall with her the hubby and the kid so she was constantly she come to a and then she packed stuff and then the hubby also she come to a the pack stuff so like you're like other time like three I'm halfway done with the shopping this guy spots them. They were doing this shopping at Kafo, Ilikopale, opposite Nyayo. That's the best way I can describe that place. Just, I don't know whether to call it Mombasa Road or Highway or bits of Langata Road. Whichever you choose to describe, you know where it is. If you don't know Google, California uh, Omega, Mega Plan, Mega, Mega, the building somewhere up opposite Nyayo Stadium. Now, uh, this guy spots them and then uh, offers her a trolley with a with a special more comfortable seat for the baby toys because i know most malls out there they like the trolleys with, with with spaces for toys and they usually bring them out more 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 often during the holidays but uh this was like a the guy spotted her and then uh one of those ones that have the two small small seats that can take newborns newborns like comfortably you can put like a newborn up to like i think a year 
hapo comfortably while you do the shopping then they like help her to transfer the nini nini she was telling me this was when the toy was like what uh, a few months maybe six ukienda sana seven and now the toy is maybe a year plus that and ever since then ever since that incident she she's been shopping there amekuwa kufanya shopping hapo for that entire period for that entire one year and she lives on the other side of town she lives uko thicker road uko mwisho mwisho uko and she tells me she she either makes the habit drive all the way or she she like does that on her way to mtani because like i said we work mahali ukujo so when she was telling me this she told me it was a small thing yeah in, actually it was a big thing if you look at it the right way but in terms of sales it was a small thing because it didn't make any sales anyway but in future the value that it brought back was one loyal customer who probably spent a total of maybe half a meter this was one customer who this guy just you know offered good service to and uh, customer retained so my point and that's the lesson of uh, these stories customer retention can be done by simply doing what you set up to do in the first place but nicely and properly or you can employ two small small tactics indirect be nice or just like in that delivery offer even if it's like a product for handbook unnecessary offer free delivery like jumia might cost you actually don't do that if you, if you don't have the business model but offer something if you can offer it go personally to for that delivery be there say hi you know just go the extra mile with any of your business big or small and you you'll see for yourself i mean big people are doing it safaricom nowadays if you call them you know the way kitambo bana safaricom wachana na wewe you born in 2000 and when safaricom used to call them and you would wait on that line and listen to the national anthem like five times shit i should not be cursing but you would listen to that anthem is the point Nowadays you call them and it's like five seconds trouble you're talking to someone ah hey VP, how are you and it at any point of the day it's like they've employed half of the, the country's population to help deal with the other half but there's a lot of guys and nowadays the call time is amazing it doesn't take that long it doesn't okay it doesn't take as long as it used to still takes long because we are the generation that likes to complain but it doesn't take as long as it used to it's almost seamless do go the extra mile improve change be better if people say this is bad or, 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 try and also listen to them if if something's broken try and fix it almost immediately where work that's our policy something's broken we fix it the same day same day repair if it can't be fixed the same day then we are going to give you a definite date after which you come and it will be fixed that is if it really needs work but if it can be fixed today it will be fixed today we're doing it today that way people sort of depend on you you know People know I come I leave I'll be sorted. That goes a long way to build loyalty and business out of loyalty is I think one of the best strategies out there. So you do that and uh, I'll see you at work.